0: As physician employment becomes more widespread, healthcare organizations are struggling with ways to ensure the sustainability of these arrangements. Engage Practice Solutions is an innovative technology company that helps hospitals and healthcare facilities uncover lost practice revenue through the use of data analytics. Their tools can be integrated with current EMR systems to create better efficiencies in care delivery and optimize practice revenue. Today, we sit down with founder Jim Dowdell to understand just how Engage Practice Solutions is empowering hospitals through data to remain valuable assets to their community. So Jim, thank you for being with us today. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and Engage Practice Solutions? Well, Kyle, thank you.
1: and I I appreciate being here with you today. I've been in the industry for well over 30 years, mm-hmm. so I've seen the changes that have kind of occurred, seen the growth of integrated health systems, and the historical lack of good outpatient provider data. Mm-hmm. I really saw a niche that we could fill with outpatient provider performance data and actionable analytic tools. Over the past four years, we've seen CMOs, group practices, and physicians improve quality and revenue by using our tools, optimizing practice performance, without having to increase the already long hours. Hmm.
0: So how can a hospital use data and analytics to find potential revenue? You
1: know, today over 50% of providers are employed by health systems. With this fast pace of integration, IT systems and relevant data tools have had a hard time keeping up. Organizations are swimming in lots of unstructured data. Our structured data tools are geared specifically for the health system employed practices to get out in front of these missed revenue opportunities with actionable roadmaps we work closely with our practice managers to use our tools to set the table for the providers
0: so uh, how easy is it for you to get actually to get your hands on the data from the hospital
1: well thanks to the prompting of one of our largest clients, the West Virginia University of Medicine, we've created the ability to leverage an existing data source, their claims data. Hospitals upload claims data daily to their clearinghouses for billing purposes. It took their IT department at WVU less than an hour to set up an automatic upload to us. Oh, wow. So our system's uh, been built to analyze and update our tools automatically daily, giving us real-time reporting
0: capabilities. You know, in today's environment, data security is certainly a, a hot topic or hot button issue. So how do you keep that data secure You know, we take data security
1: very seriously, as we should. We have a data storage partner that is a 24-7 HIPAA high-tech certified facility that has continual audits that are done to ensure that our data in transit, in use, and at rest meet the most stringent industry standards.
0: So, Jim, how does analyzing this data help hospitals with the transition to value care? You know, today, Kyle, um, health systems are
1: straddling two diametrically Mm -hmm. opposed Reimbursement systems Mm -hmm. fee for service and population health as population health becomes more defined Value care services like annual wellness visits chronic care management services remote patient monitoring provide opportunities to enhance quality reduce costs and optimize revenue and be best best positioned Mm -hmm. for the future of population health our tools work in both environments We analyze coding and productivity under the fee-for-service environment, as well as analyzing opportunities and providing patient roadmaps in real-time to capture value care service
0: opportunities. So how are your clients maximizing the potential of programs like the Medicare uh, annual wellness visits and chronic care management?
1: Well, the biggest challenge is data. Mm -hmm. Being able to identify the patient's eligibility for these programs in a timely fashion. Mastering this allows the practice to play offense, and that's the key. Engaging patients to get them in, leveraging professionals to complete the visits and make the visits the most efficient. Our clients can identify annual wellness patients in advance. They can see if they qualify for chronic care management and remote patient monitoring services, and if they have hierarchical condition categories, HCCs, that need to be confirmed. This sets the table for the providers performing the services to be able to discuss chronic care management and these remote patient monitoring services and get the patient's buy-in. And confirming the HCCs, they can receive quality dollars from risk contracts. One visit, three quality and
0: revenue opportunities. Mm. That's the key. So what kind of doctors are providing these services? Are they employed or private practicing? Well, actually kind of both.
1: But what I think is exciting is These value care services, the annual wellness visits, the chronic care management, the remote patient monitoring services, they can all be delivered by non-physician professionals, allowing the opportunity to maximize staffing leverage, that way reducing the cost of service. Enhanced quality, reduced costs, and revenue optimization without the risk of physician burnout. That's what's needed for in the future. Mm.
0: So how does a hospital benefit from capturing this additional revenue for physicians? I think there's a mutual benefit for the hospitals and the physicians. Okay.
1: For physicians, capturing all the revenue enhances Mm -hmm. incentive payments. For the hospitals, the additional revenue allows for pain compensation incentives out of the practice cash flow, reducing and oftentimes eliminating the hospital subsidies. Kyle, let me give you a good example of what I'm talking about. A practice with 800 Medicare patients can drive over $400,000 in value care revenue Mm. without increasing the physician workday. Mm. Also, these value care services can generate diagnostic testing that can enhance quality preventive medicine and drive additional revenue
0: to the hospitals. So in your experience, is there often a gap between what a hospital believes it is doing and maybe what it's actually doing in terms of capturing revenue? You know, recent studies um, done nationally are Mm -hmm.
1: showing that less than 20% of eligible Medicare patients are receiving annual wellness Mm -hmm. wellness visits. And less than 5% of eligible patients are receiving chronic care management services. So yes. But in their defense, there are lots of moving parts, and timeliness of data doesn't keep up with these moving parts. What I hear often is, yes, we are doing great with annual wellness and chronic care management. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, our system with less than an hour of IT support can provide that answer in real time. Hmm. What we see is that they're doing great with maybe one or two Medicare plans, but overall their percentages are lower than anticipated. or they are not capturing chronic care management revenue, because they struggle identifying the patients or operating a program um, consistently. Hmm. Our system shows results by provider and patients
0: daily. Wow, that's interesting. So do you have an example, or can you give us an example maybe of how this would work uh, in, uh, I would say, in the real world? (laughs) Sure. No, I think that's a great point. Um, And
1: let me give you one. uh, Actually, this is a great example.
0: It's a large
1: uh, organization with multiple hospital practices. They felt they were doing really well with the annual wellness and uh, they had instituted a chronic care management program. In reality, their overall annual wellness utilization was less than 31%. You know, raising that to 60%, Kyle, would drive an additional $2.5 million in net revenue. Their chronic care management program had stalled. They have about $14 million in potential CCM revenue. By identifying the CCM uh, opportunity, that chronic care management uh, mm-hmm. side we identified quickly the gap of not having the team and the systems in place to scale this across the system. Mm -hmm. We introduced them to a strategic partner, one that does chronic care management daily. uh, And they were able to quickly um, scale this program uh, across the system. And Mm -hmm. they began realizing greater chronic care management revenue immediately. Without the huge upfront investment of people and systems and the operational headaches of a new service. Mm
0: -hmm. So what would make... Engage practice solutions may be different from other similar tools that exist? Well, let's stay on my $16.5 million <laughs> opportunity.
1: Okay. Yeah. Our system not only identified the overall opportunity, but we also identified the opportunity by provider and by patient in mm-hmm. real time. Our annual wellness analysis is a constant 365-day look back. You know, when, when we first developed our tools... You know, everybody wants to build the better mousetrap. Hmm. But we felt that um, for us to be successful, we had to engage physicians and, and advanced care providers. One size doesn't fit all. So I have a team of, of physicians that created Patient Complexity Index. And this is what's truly differentiated us because what we're able to do is we use our patent pending metric to risk stratify not only patient panels, but the patients themselves. Hmm. Therefore, our coding and productivity. Um, analytic tools, take into account the complexity of the patients being treated. Our value care tools risk stratify the patients. So we're able to identify the patients of highest need and highest cost to get them in um, quickly. Mm. Um, uh, that proverbial
0: get getting the biggest bang for the buck, if you will. So is your program better suited maybe for a particular Type of hospital. So, in other words, is this uh, good for a small or rural facility, or is it just as good in a large market hospital? You know, we have a diverse uh, client base. Um, we we have
1: rural clients, urban, multiple hospital systems, large academic centers. And keep in mind, Carl, our tools work for independent physicians and FQHCs. Mm. And, uh, you know, as well. Uh, one of the key things that I think is a driver for us is our peer data. Mm. Uh, We segregate uh, based upon the types of providers, therefore we're giving really an apples to apples type of a comparison. Uh, This really truly differentiates us because we're now having real-time data with real-time peer comparisons and we really believe that it helps our clients make uh, important decisions. The alternative is Medicare data which is limited and it's over two years old. So being able to, to provide meaningful information, meaningful data, mm-hmm. that's what's helping our clients to succeed.
0: So, Jim, how would you summarize the potential impact Engage Practice Solutions could have on a hospital? Well, increasing revenue, quality, and
1: efficiency exponentially, mm-hmm. but also providing real-time tools to practice staff, reducing the time to revenue, and quality realization and making their jobs a little bit easier and more efficient. Our searchable and interactive data lake really provides them with information that they need right
0: at their fingertips. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this all sounds really good and really great, and I know that the folks that would be interested in this type of uh, program are probably asking themselves now, oh, how much does this cost? So maybe a way to phrase that question is, uh, for every maybe $1,000 of revenue captured by your programs, how much did that cost the hospital?
1: Well, Kyle, that's mm-hmm. a good point. <laughs> and, and that is something that's always very, very yeah. important. So maybe the best way for me to answer that question is a real-life uh, situation. Okay. We're working right now with a rural provider with 20 primary care providers. Based upon our initial assessment, they had a $1.4 million opportunity. Implementing our Value Care 365 tool for the 20 providers has cost them less than $25,000 annually. In the first quarter alone, by prioritizing the opportunities, they've realized $150,000 worth of additional revenue on the Value Care services. Mm-hmm. And it's still going. Mm-hmm. You know, we anticipate at least a 25-plus return on their investment. And it's the gift that keeps on giving year <laughs> after year. You know, another way of looking at it, Carol, is over the past three years, how much revenue was missed? You know, we automated our system to facilitate a pricing strategy. It's always been my dream to be able to keep our costs um, low so that we could get everybody using it. You know, the greater our client base, the more robust the data that we can provide to them all
0: mm-hmm. um, for
1: their success. Mm.
0: So how would your services impact maybe the conversation around physician compensation?
1: You know, the reality today is health systems on average are subsidizing their physician practices $200,000 per provider per year. The belief is that providers generate other revenue to make up for that difference. But the, the true reality today is reimbursement continue to shrink, and that $200,000 subsidy Mm-hmm. is unsustainable mm-hmm. into the very near future. You know, this is an area I'm very excited about. You know, a challenge for all organizations is, that they face is recruiting and retaining talented um, providers. You know, compensation incentive programs, they've evolved very little. And the vast majority use work RBUs to provide um, uh, those incentives. Mm-hmm. You know, work RVUs are a widely understood and, and, and probably more of a productivity type of metric. However, it has flaws. You know, it's based upon CPT coding, so good and bad coders um, can have an effect. Mm. The production aspect of work RVUs doesn't always equate or tie out to the revenue. So it's possible to have high RVUs and less revenue, causing this need for practice Mm. subsidies. You know, there's a great opportunity today to get this right. And the financial pressure, pressure really to make it happen. You know, using metrics like value care services as opposed to work RVUs for primary care providers has a great deal of potential. One, these services promote quality and cost savings. Two, these services are tied directly to revenue. Three, you know, these services can be leveraged, you know, to advanced care practitioners Mm -hmm. or other types of um, uh, professionals. And four, managing the results and metrics are much more straightforward and easier to monitor and understand. You know, primary care providers must become a profit center to compensate the primary care professionals um, uh, adequately, but then to be able to use that excess revenue to help subsidize the specialists.
0: So we know that capturing revenue is just the tip of the iceberg. So where would Engage Practice Solutions go from here uh, to help Maxworth clients or, or other hospitals? Well, first off, Kyle, I've
1: always been impressed with Maxworth's approach and your great service that you provide to your clients. Thank you. I especially like your out-of-the-box thinking that creates Mm -hmm. compensation programs to not only recruit great professionals, but take care of the hardworking men and women with both short- and long-term incentive Mm -hmm. programs. You know, this really sets you apart. You know, our companies share a common goal, and it's people first. I agree. The future of healthcare requires alignment between the providers and hospitals. I mean, they're both rowing in the same um, uh, boat. Mm -hmm. It's very important that they go in the same direction. Mm -hmm. You know, being able to work together to enhance quality care, reduce costs, optimize revenue that doesn't extend the workday, but rather leverages the professionals, drives efficiency, and creates the the opportunity for a fair and equitable compensation program built around these opportunities. That's the recipe for success and continued um, growth. Mm -hmm. You know, lastly, um, Kyle, Uh, patient engagement becomes very, very key. You know, having a patient um, uh, engaged in their own care um, is is required as we move forward to population health. And so our tools provide that opportunity um, uh, to be able to have those discussions um, with patients and get them set up and into these types of programs that are going to
0: increase the quality of their care. Jim, thank you so much for being here. This has been great. Learned a lot. Look forward to our next conversation.
1: Well, Kyle, thank you so much. I really enjoyed um, spending the
0: afternoon with you. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Maxworth Insights. We hope you enjoyed the program. For more information about Engage Practice Solutions, please visit engagepractice.com. We'll be featuring more of the latest strategies in physician employment from our strategic partners in the coming months. We hope you will join us for our next conversation.